Hey guys, welcome to the Launch and Scale podcast. I'm Kirsten Ross, and this podcast, we talk about best practices when it comes to launching and scaling your physical product brand online. Whether you're doing Kickstarter or even launching your own brand online, we help you with best foundational practices and conversations around helping you build a brand that you can sell or at basic support your lifestyle so that you can quit your nine to five and live life on your terms Super excited. You can dive into more resources and previous episodes at kirsten.com. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. I decided to record this intro on the couch because I was trying to feature my adorable pit bull, um, but he seems to be a little too tired for right now. So you are stuck with me. Um, hey, well, I'm Kirsten. Uh, before we get into this video today with Nathan from Outsource School, um, today's topic is all about how to find and place your first or subsequent hires. Like now in the age of 2020 and quarantine, a lot of businesses are forced to go virtual and potentially hire offshore talent or hire talent from different countries. And you may not know how to navigate that. So um, after seeing quite a few of our clients request this topic, I decided to bring Nathan Hirsch uh, from Outsource School onto the like YouTube podcast and all those things. So really pumped for that. And before I get into that, I wanna do a quick announcement to say that in a few short days on September 3rd, we are launching our free audience building challenge playlist on YouTube. I'm so pumped for this. We, in our free Facebook community, where by the way, links in the description below, but we, um, in our online community, I was asking you guys, what is stopping you from getting the results you wanted? And hands down, the biggest frustration or thing that people feel like roadblock is they just don't know where to start. They don't know how to build their audience. And this just, this applies for not only beginners and with this like first product you're launching but this also applies to existing Amazon sellers that may have got it start gotten started uh, white labeling a product and now they realize that in order to have any success online um, even off of Amazon you need that audience you need that community online you need that brand awareness so that you're able to sell a product where you aren't competing based on price alone okay so um really pumped for that information below is all below this video um on how to get started so we have two ways to do it we have a free audience building playlist that will be available on youtube so be sure to subscribe to the channel so you don't miss that notification when it goes live um and also you can sign up for email updates as well as upgrade in the challenge if you want a little bit more mentorship, accountability, and our VIP access group. So again, information in the description below um, and all those things. So dive in and I look forward to seeing you on the challenge. Let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, so this uh, conversation today is pretty awesome. Nathan and I have been connected on Facebook for a few years. And after one too many posts about virtual assistants and how to how entrepreneurs can actually get leverage from and freedom of time and actually build and scale a virtual team, I knew that I had to connect with this guy. So that's exactly what today is about. Um, Nathan Hirsch, he built up a company called FreeUp with literally $5,000 and over the course of four years turned it into an eight-figure business. And what FreeUp is, um, I've essentially now used it to place one of uh, a couple of VAs that we use on our team. And a VA is a virtual assistant. So essentially, while the term came from using Filipino or talent or, or people from India to help you with your with your team, ultimately, virtual talent, especially now during the pandemic in 2020, is really 
being able to work virtually with your team, regardless of where they are. And so Nathan has been able to not only scale this, but in the pro in the process of scaling up to eight figures, he's been able to build some serious SOPs from anything literally that when you were watching this episode, you will not think of until you're like, man, I can't get out of my inbox and I don't know how to get it out of my inbox or how do I, I'm finally ready to hire that, that next person, but I don't know where to start. Um, all those questions are hopefully going to be answered today. And if not in this specific episode, we'll tell you how to find those answers. So Nathan, I'm just super pumped to be able to have a conversation with you about a, a hidden killer, which is staffing and how to do that. Right. So. Yeah, it should be fun. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So tell me, um, I like to just do like a super high level at the beginning. And it was funny because I was talking to you before as if you still own FreeUp. And it turns out that FreeUp has actually been acquired, which we'll make sure to drop a link to that article um, in the comments below. But um, yeah, I tend to just roll with these, keep it super casual, more conversational. So because I've just introduced, why don't you just tell me a little bit more about you and, and how you got started with virtual assistants and such? Yeah. So I started off being an entrepreneur in college. I started off buying and selling people's textbooks, uh, competing with my school bookstore until one day my college sent me a cease and desist letter telling me to, to knock it off and, and stop competing with them. So I pivoted. I sold some of these books on Amazon. I thought it was so cool. I could have this 24-7 Amazon business. And I started experimenting. And through a ton of trial and error, I, I came across the baby product industry. So if you can imagine me as a 20-year-old single college guy with more hair selling millions of dollars of baby <laughs> products out of my college dorm room, that was me. And this business was scaling. It was growing fast. Amazon was up and coming. And I had to start hiring people. So I first turned to college kids and they quickly turned out to be pretty unreliable. They were smoking weed on the job, drinking the job, oversleeping for shifts. And a buddy of mine turned me on to the remote hiring world, the Upworks, Fivers of the world, and hired my first VA, my second VA, made a ton of mistakes hiring VAs. I really had no idea what I was doing and I kept going in circles. But through a lot of trial and error, I came up with really good processes for interviewing and onboarding, training and managing. And I always wish back in the day someone had just said, hey, here's a process. Use this. It'll yeah. save you a ton of time and, and effort. So but even though I had these good processes, I still didn't like using those platforms. It just took too long to post a job, get 100 people, interview them one by one. And the protection wasn't that great. So I decided to build my own platform called FreeUp. And the whole concept was we pre-vetted VAs, we matched people up quickly, great support, great protection. If someone quits, we would cover replacement costs. And we took this to market with a minimum viable product. We had a really crummy software that did very little, but people really liked the idea. They loved our VAs, they loved our freelancers, they loved our support and our protection. And we were able to organically grow this thing from that $5,000 investment to a million, to 5 million, to 9 million, to 12 million last year. And we did this without any office, no US employees. It was me, my business partner, 35 virtual assistants in the Philippines doing all the day-to-day -day and marketing operations. And from there, we were acquired by one of our clients, which is a whole nother story we, we can get into yeah. uh, if you want. 
And once we sold it, people started asking us if we could teach them our systems, our processes, all that stuff that we spent years and years doing trial and error for. So that's when we came up with this idea of outsource school, where we would teach our members the, the fundamentals of interviewing, onboarding, training, the operation SOPs, like getting out of your inbox, bookkeeping, customer service, our marketing SOPs, because we have a, a great organic marketing blueprint of podcast partnerships, lead generation influencers. And then also we created an SOP software uh, to it's called Simply SOP to help build your own systems. And we're all about teaching people how to make really good SOPs, because that's what makes your business scalable and, and eventually sellable. So our members get access to to all of that. So that's a short high level yeah. version of how I went from books to baby products to free up to, to now outsource school. I love it. And what I really like about, cause I'm now on your email list and I see how much you guys are pumping out in terms of value. And one thing I, I absolutely love is you understand your customers so well, like someone like me who, and you know exactly what their pain points are and how to solve them. You created um, outsource school to be, cause when I hire a VA, I'm like, okay, I think I'm good at hiring someone. Great. What do I do next? I've never hired a virtual assistant to manage my inbox before or customer service or social media. Like, and you're literally like here, we've taken all the grunt work and the pain out of that and delivered this to you in a nice affordable package. And then also you're like, Hey, by the way, you need a place to house all these. Well, great. We've now created a software that allows you to create your own uh, system. So I think, um, guys, if you're thinking, well, I'm in e-commerce, not SaaS, there's a lot to learn about someone like Nathan who really listens to his customers and creates affordable, great solutions to their problems. And so when you think of like product line extension, you should be thinking in terms of what does my customer need um, and just, just go that way. So. Yeah, I mean, I was there before. I mean, a lot of business owners, they're doing 80% of the work themselves. And if you take a vacation yeah. for a few weeks, the business stops. If something happens to you, the business stops. You're, you're definitely not able to to sell that business. And so we, we, we've been there. We, we, we learned all of this the hard way. And, and what we want to do is... All the, all the systems that we have that we know apply to any business, whether you're e-commerce, whether you're software, whether you're a, a digital product, like you still need a VA to do your bookkeeping. You still should not be yeah. in your inbox to all the time and have a VA manage it. You still should be doing lead generation or getting on podcasts. And, and then there's just a lot of stuff that we can't teach you how to do every single process for your business, but we can teach you how to make really good SOPs and give you a software to make it even easier. And it, using our systems, then you can create your own and store your own. And that's when it becomes fun as an entrepreneur where you can pick something up, systemize it, delegate it, pick something else up and continue to grow your business. Yeah. And I think that um, shifting the conversation a little bit now to why virtual work, why virtual staffing, I think pre 2020, a lot of businesses were resistant to it because, you know, I want to collaborate with people locally in an office, but now people are literally being forced to do things they've never done. So when you said that you've, you built free up with a hundred percent non us based staff, like tell me a little bit about why you use non us based staff versus someone more local. So I opened up an office uh, back in year two or three or four of my Amazon business. And it was probably one of the worst business decisions my business partner and I made. And we added overhead to a business that didn't need it. Yes, we, we thought, hey, we'd collaborate better and all that. But we actually found there was more drama in the office. And we felt like it we lost all the flexibility as an entrepreneur that we had worked so hard to build up. So we vowed off offices forever. And, and I mean, we love the remote hiring world because you just get pure flexibility. You don't have to hire people in your town 
town or the towns around you. You don't have an office and pay for that for overhead. You can hire people all over the world with different skill sets, different backgrounds, different price points, full-time, part-time, project-based. I have a bookkeeper that's five hours a month, not even five hours a week, but five hours a month. I have a, a podcast research VA who works two hours a day. I have a main VA who's full-time. I have video editors and graphic designers who are project-based. So it just gives you all this flexibility as an entrepreneur that a lot of people are not taking advantage of. And that's kind of what I try to preach to people to, to get them in that right mindset of, hey, like you don't need to hire 10 people full-time. Like with FreeUp, we had 35 people full-time, but we didn't just wake up one day and hire 35 people. We started off part-time and we grew and we scaled and we increased their hours and we hired more people. And, and that's a process you can go through. And I'm just a big believer in starting businesses with not a lot of money. I mean, even though we just sold free up again, we started outsource school with $5,000 for whatever reason, that's our magic number. And, and the reason we're able to do that is with VAs. And as we grew and, and now have a revenue stream and we have 200 plus members now, we, we now hire full-time people and increase our Rolodex and, and all of that. Yeah. And you mentioned before we got on that you grew free up to eight figures with no ad spend. So I'd love to talk a little bit about that because I find that any business will jump to ad spend too quickly as a way to scale and then realize that they their product isn't what the market wants. So they end up losing a lot of cash in ads. So talk to me about that. Like how, not how, but yeah. So this is one of my favorite things, and we are going to run ads for Outsource School for whatever reason we didn't have free up, but we have this great organic marketing blueprint that's 90, 95% run by virtual assistants. And it's one of my favorite things to teach people at Outsource School. And it's a combination of going on podcasts. If you're not going on one podcast a week, you're missing out. I go on one a day. You're my podcast today. Uh, but it's great for networking. It's great for a snowballing effect to lead to better and better opportunities. It's great for getting in front of thousands of people at once. It's good for SEO. It's good for backlinks. So podcast is one of them. Uh, having a, an affiliate program is huge. If you don't have a, a clear affiliate program that you tell every single person about that's on your website, you have to be doing that. You should train your team to do that as well. You want with free up, like everyone knew about our referral program and they would just continue to tell other people. You want to yeah put out content consistently. You mentioned that you follow me on social media. We're putting out content yeah. every single day. Um, you wanna go after influencers in the space, people that have Facebook groups. It could be a podcast, could be social, it could be an Instagram following, but people that have your core audience and, and figure out how to get them to promote your products. And then you wanna do joint ventures, content swaps with other people in your space that don't offer the same service, but have the same type of community. So. With FreeUp, we started off going after Amazon sellers. So we went to every Amazon software company and we said, you don't offer VAs, we don't offer Amazon software, we have the same target, let's get you guys in front of my audience and vice versa. And they'd write a blog post for us, we'd do it for them. We'd go on their podcast, they'd go on ours. And, and all this stuff kind of goes together. Like uh -huh. a, a partner might yeah. want to be on a podcast, uh, you might have a content that leads to an influencer wanting to work with you. Like they all kind of go hand in hand. But if you're doing these five things, this is a great foundation and it makes your business even more sellable because if you're running ads and you get 100% of your customers via ads, if Facebook changes that algorithm, like you, you could be all your revenue could just disappear right then. But if you have all these backlinks for podcasts that are evergreen, you have all these affiliate people telling people about your business, you have partners who you're constantly promoting and guest swapping, you have influencers promoting you, you're putting out constant content, that stuff's evergreen, that stuff's not going away. And anything you do on the ads or the sponsorship or the paid side, it's only going to complement that organic marketing blueprint. 
and BAs do 90% of it. We have a, a formula called the podcast outreach formula, for example, where the VA yeah. does the research, the VA reaches out, the VA schedules the podcast, I show up and do the podcast, and the VA sends a thank you email afterwards. So that's what it's all about, is getting the VA to run your marketing at a very high level. I love that. One of the first questions I get asked when someone's ready to hire their first person is, I don't know where to start, I don't know where to look. Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously biased because I built FreeUp and I hire yeah. all my VAs on FreeUp. Um, it's a great marketplace for starters just because it's very tough for the VAs to actually get on the platform. But in general, I like to hire from the Philippines. Not only is price not that big of a factor, but they speak English at a high level. They learn English in school. Um, they're all about family, which is what you want as you're building up a team. Um, my experience with them has been they're very hardworking, very reliable, which is obviously stuff you want. And, and we have a free yeah. video at Outsource School on, on hiring from the Philippines 101 and, and all the benefits mm -hmm. there. Um, but I also recommend you just getting in the mindset of how do I get five hours a week back? That should be your goal. Because if you can take your easiest tasks and get five hours a week back, that's time you can spend with your family, resting, relaxing. That's time that you could spend growing sales, marketing, expansion. You're going to mm -hmm. learn a lot going through that process, and it's going to become addicting where you're going to want to do it more and more and, and increase those hours. Yeah, for sure. And one thing I will say, totally biased to free up as well. I've hired a lot of, like, no, not, I have one guy in Canada. The rest are Philippines, Romania, just all over the place. And what I find is I've hired from Upwork, I've hired from Fiverr, I've hired from FreeUp. And one thing I absolutely loved about FreeUp is it's it, it's easy. FreeUp's like, what skills do you need to outsource? I need a copywriter, I need bookkeeping, I need this. And they literally find you someone with like almost that exact track record that is vetted so that you don't have to post something on Upwork and troll through hundreds of profiles to then interview people to hope for the best like free up I think was in terms of a no-brainer if you're like I don't trust myself to find talent or I don't know how to screen for a copywriter because I've never hired for that before I think free up just makes it so painless to be able to manage all that and they don't charge a outrageous matchmaking fee like the fees are bundled into the hourly rate which I found really really nice too yeah, a hundred percent and and I think that like even if you get a good VA on free up or upwork or, or Craigslist, whatever it is, you yeah. still need the systems and processes behind it. You still need to know how to interview them, yeah. how to onboard them, how to manage them, how to train them. You still need good SOPs. So a good mm -hmm. VA is definitely part of the equation, but you still yeah. need the processes in your business. Yeah. And that's what I'm finding. Like while I hire VAs to um, that are like a little bit further than me in the areas that I'm hiring for, I find that I, you know, psychologically I'm getting that because I'm like, great, they'll be able to lead me and be able to uh, give me some direction on what needs to be done, or maybe they come with the process. And maybe they do for that specific task, but when they grow within your company, all of a sudden me as a business owner, I'm left to create SOPs or figure out a process for new things that I want to do. Like, what if I have never pitched myself for podcasts before? Um, and then I, you interview me or we do this and I think, man, I need to get on podcasts. I know. And then I get Louie to go to do this. And he's like, great. Well, who do you want to reach out to? How do you want to do it? Blah, blah, blah. All these things. And I'll be like, oh, no, I now have to spend two hours thinking of how to do this and doing research on how to do this. And then it it's actually a like um, a thing that stunts growth for me because I have to invest two, three hours into creating that SOP and then conveying that and training him in something 
versus you guys literally just being like, all right, well, here's the VA and here's the system. So go, you know? Right. A hundred percent. And that's why, so we try to, we call them all playbooks and formulas. And the only difference is formulas are a little longer for a more complex role. Like hiring a customer service rep is a lot more intensive than hiring someone to do your podcast research. But what we try to do is give you the, the, the how to do it, the what you should know. Because again, there's certain things you just need to know when you're hiring someone for customer service or for podcasts, like what specifically to look for in that VA. And you just need to know the overall of the process. But then you can take the middle part of the formula or the playbook and just give it to your VA. We actually had a client who who gave it to their VA, but they also gave it to their their 13-year-old daughter and said, hey, follow this (laughs) process, get me on podcast. So it's really designed to value the the customer or our member side, we call them outsource school insiders, value their time at the highest level. There's certain things you need to know and there's certain things you can just give to other people and our SOPs will help train them. And then we're going to teach you to create good SOPs yourself to follow that same that same pattern of knowing what you need to find, knowing what you need to know, and then giving them a system to follow. So with outs- Outsource School, how um, I work with a lot of people who are one of two things. They're either launching their very first product and they're new to e-commerce and they're like getting in that first hire for customer support admin, whatever, or they're like breaking seven figures and they need to scale and they're really building the team and going, right? Um, How developed are the processes for e-commerce and what sort of e-commerce entrepreneurs would they serve best in outsource school? Yeah, so we're not building SOPs specific for any uh, industry. Like that would be, at least at this point. And down the line, that might change. And we're going to have partners that will bring SOPs to the table, stuff that Connor and I can't teach because we haven't sold e-commerce in seven years. But the SOPs in our operations and our marketing still apply to e-commerce. Like you still need to outsource bookkeeping if you're going to be in e-commerce. You still need to have a VA maybe do your calendar or get you out of your inbox or handle your support. Or we have playbooks for graphic designers and video editors. So again, those apply to e-commerce, even though the SOPs aren't specifically for e-commerce. And that organic marketing blueprint, you can do the same thing for e-commerce. So there are going to be systems that are specific for your e-commerce business, Amazon, Shopify, whatever it is. And that's where Mm -hmm. our SOP builder comes in because you have to build those SOPs. We're going to teach you the format for easily making really good SOPs, but you're going to have to create the custom ones complemented with the ones we already have built that apply to any business. That's a very powerful combination. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I'm glad I asked that question just in case someone's like, oh, I'm going to sign up for outsource school. And then, oh, there's not something specific to my situation, but no, it does have to be customized to the niche product, et cetera. Right. So um, when it comes to hiring VAs, what is, where do people usually screw up with it? So to me, whenever someone says I've had issues with VAs, I usually, I ask them two things. I said, how, how do you, how did you onboard them? And what kind of meetings are you having with them? And those are usually the the two areas that people mess up. So we have an onboarding process that we teach called the SICK method, S-I-C-C. And that stands for schedule issues, communication, and culture. And we give you the exact questions at Outdoor School, but a basic Mm -hmm. summary is this. Let, let's take the average entrepreneur. They interview Jane. They're very impressed with the VA named Jane and they, they want to hire Jane for five bucks an hour. They say, Jane, that was a great interview. Let's hire, I want to hire you at five bucks an hour. You start on Monday. What we teach entrepreneurs to do is to have an extra step in between the interview and, and the training. This is a 20 to 30 minute step. It's not a five hour step. And we go, Jane, that was a great interview. I want to hire you at five bucks an hour. 
First, let's make sure you're really good with five bucks an hour. Maybe her other client's paying her 20. Maybe she got another job offer in the past day. So we wanna make sure she's really good with five. Then we're gonna go over the bonuses and raises she can expect. Because if she's making five now, but she expects to make 10 at the end of the year, and I only give raise a 50 cent raise every year, that might not blow up on me now, but that's gonna blow up on me in a year. So I wanna get ahead of that. Then we take them through the sick method. So we go through schedule. Have they ever worked the hours that they're working with me before? Do they have experience with graveyard shift or whatever it is? What other clients do you have? What are the exact schedules with those clients? What other outside commitments do you have? How many total hours are you working? Are you already working 100 hours a week before you even start my job? Those are things I want to know. Then we go through the I, which is issues. There's five types of issues people have with virtual assistants, and that's power, internet, weather, computer, and personal issues. So we're gonna go through all five issues and I wanna know how often you have these issues, what's the backup plan for each issue because I don't work with VAs that are one issue away from not being able to work for yeah. four weeks, like you have to have a backup, and how are you gonna communicate this issue if it happens? Because again, if you lose power for three days, you can't just show up in three days and say, oh, by the way, I lost power. You need to be able to get a hold of our team, get a hold of me, someone else on our team right away. So. For each yeah. issue, we go through all three of those. Then we go over communication. What tools do we use? We require you to be on Slack when you're working. You have to respond to emails within a business day. We use Trello, whatever it is. And then we go through culture, which I could talk about for two hours. Um, but with culture, you you want to you want to make sure that it's clear that you have to be a good culture fit. No matter how good they are at their job, if they're not a good culture fit, it's not going to work out. So. We've gone through rate, we've gone through bonuses and raises, we've gone through schedule, issues, communication, culture. Then we give the VA a chance to ask questions and to back out because we'd much rather the VA backs out and says, hey, your expectations are too high, they're not in line, whatever it is, than for us mm -hmm. to find that out two months down the line. So just by inserting this 20 to 30 minute onboarding process, you're gonna save yourself thousands of dollars down the line and thousands of just potential wasted hours investing and training into someone. Yeah, I love that. Um, you just take my onboarding process to the next level because I'm like, you're talking I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've done that. Oh, I don't do that or that or that, right? <laughs> SOPs come with experience behind it. So I think there's a lot of merit behind that. So you can either hire an expensive business coach to help you figure stuff out while you do all the mind mapping yourself to build these systems or you leverage outsource school. So where can people get more information about outsource school, how to join it, um, and by the way, guys, um, I am completely endorsing Nathan and what he's doing because I've like personally used a lot of the stuff that we are talking about today. So um, that's why I want him to come on because I think that what Nathan offers is an absolute game changer for businesses. So by the way, I, I appreciate yeah. that. Um, if you go to outsourceschool.com, you can check out everything we have going on. You can buy everything separately, but you can sign up for a free trial of what we call Outsource School Insider, which is our membership where you get access for a one one for a yearly low price. You get access to all of that, and you can grab a 14-day free trial of it to check it out and even check out our software. And I'm pretty easy to to contact on, on social media. Feel free to connect with me, follow me, Nathan Hirsch on Facebook or LinkedIn, Real Nate Hirsch on Instagram or Twitter, and you can reach out to me. You can schedule a call with us. We're, we're pretty easy to contact. I love that. And uh, is there anything I should have asked you that I haven't? <laughs> 
Yeah, usually I get asked about the the risks of just hiring VAs. I mean, my, my whole mentality is there's always going to be a risk. There's nothing you could do to make that risk zero. Even if you hire your, your best friend to sit right next to you, there's always a chance they do something stupid. But the average VA cares so much more about providing for their family and keeping you as a client and, and keeping their revenue stream or staying on the free up marketplace than they do about stealing or, or jeopardizing your business in any way. So although the risk is there and you should do stuff to protect yourself, like build a relationship with them, give them access over time, build trust, use LastPass, um, you have to get over that mindset of risk if you want to scale your business. If you don't, you've just set a ceiling on how far your business can grow. Oh, man. And yeah, and the same goes for if you're hiring local staff or not, right? So I think it's unanimous that way. Right, 100%. But yeah. Awesome. Okay, guys. Uh, well, I hope you enjoyed it. If you do have a future question for Nathan or anything about hiring, just be sure to drop that in the comments. Um, let me know what you think. Also, if you enjoyed this video, got a lot of value from it, be sure to smash that like button um, as we put out new content every single week. So apart from that, Nathan, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more like it, as well as free resources, be sure to head over to our website, which is kirsten.com. It's K-H-I-E-R-S-T-Y-N.com. And if you do not want to miss another episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms or catch the video version of this on YouTube. Apart from that, we'll see you next time. Are you launching a product on either Kickstarter or Shopify and you're feeling completely overwhelmed with the process? Hi there, my name is Kirsten, the CEO of Launch and Scale. To date, we've helped several online sellers sell millions of dollars online and scale their business from zero to seven figures by focusing on building an audience of fans that will actually convert into paying customers. If you're serious about building a seven-figure e-commerce brand with less time and less risk, you should check out our product launchpad. PLP is a proven accelerator that takes you step-by-step -step through the process of launching and scaling your product brand. Brands like the Monk Manual, Aberlite, Series Chill, Jamstack, and several others were all launched using our product launch pad. So if you'd like to be our next success story, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more. And for a limited time, we're offering a seven-day trial of the product launch pad for only $1. Again, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more.